1: a lot of negotiations going on these days between the provincial government and different organizations, but one area that has been settled? Dealing with doctors. There is a tentative agreement. It goes into effect on April the 1st, and it's an agreement that we should all be keeping our eyes on because the BC Teachers Federation and the provincial government also set to start their talks. So what do these things have to do with each other? That's what we're going to ask Keith Baldry. Our Global BC Legislative Bureau Chief joins us now. Hi, Keith. Hi, me. Okay, I was reading your piece about this last night. It was very interesting. Tell us about this doctor's contract.
0: Yeah, so it's a three-year deal, uh, and it's worth $331 million a year. The background of this is the government has set a a wage negotiating mandate uh, that calls a maximum of 2% a year plus potentially 0.25% a year, if you can find some savings, for three years. So that is up to roughly 6%. The doctors were able to get a contract that lifts their total compensation base by eight point eight percent government explains to me they consider six percent of that six points of it to be the wage negotiating uh, mandate uh, no different than other unions but they did agree the doctors are getting about two point eight percent further for benefits and business expenses on top of that and this is where i think it's it's going to have some people raising eyebrows every doctor any doctor who and every doctor who earned at least seventy five thousand dollars in any of the previous three years which is basically probably ninety percent of the doctors will. We'll get a $7,500 signing payment upon ratification. Every doctor gets a check for $7,500. The the, uh, doctors of B.C. and the government say that's to cover rising business expenses. As far as I can tell, there's no strings attached to that. They can either spend it on uh, business expenses or they can go to Hawaii or whatever they want to do with that money. And there's also a new uh, business premium that's going to be established to pay doctors extra money to cover things like you know, just routine examinations in their offices, uh, counseling services, and the like. That could be worth thousands of dollars. So it's a contract that's certainly probably the richest contract negotiated yet. And uh, keep in mind, the Doctors of BC is not a union, mm-hmm. it's basically an a organization made up of. of um, private business people. I mean, that's their business, by and large, those who have their own offices, as well as physicians who work in clinics, or uh, work on salary in some of these new urgent uh, primary care uh, centers. So it's an uh, interesting contract from many points of view, not the least of which is if you're the BC Teachers Federation negotiator. And In fact, I talked to Terry Mooring, their, their new president yesterday, who was quite interested in this document from the doctors of BC, and she thinks it gives them optimism that not that they can achieve what the doctors achieved at the negotiating table, but the fact that the government recognized there are sort of expenses outside of uh, normal operations that should be covered by uh, through outside of the 2, 2, and 2, gives her hope, potentially on one angle at least, that teachers pay out of their pocket for a lot of expenses in the classroom and have been doing so for years. And does this signal perhaps the chance to establish a, a way for teachers to recoup that money? Because uh, doctors have been given the chance to do just that.
1: Right. And also interesting with the doctor's contract is that it sounds like they're offering incentives then for doctors to spend more time Time with patients, like more counseling services, you were saying?
0: Incentives are a number of things. Yeah, that as well as there's long been incentives to relocate in, in the sort of underutilized, underserviced areas and rural rural areas. What's happening now is actually it's getting harder to get doctors to come into Metro Vancouver, like so many other professions. It's so expensive. And the other thing that's happening, and it's reflected in this negotiating, uh, negotiations and this contract, is the lease... Uh, costs and, and rents for doctors. We've talked many times on the show, you've had lots of guests talking about yeah. rent problems in Metro oh, yeah. Vancouver. Well, doctors don't own their doctor's offices. They rent them or they lease them. And those costs have become going up and up and up over several years. And that's why there's a big emphasis in this in this contract on business expenses and other incentives to do things differently. And doctors have bought into a lot of the changes. There's more and more going on, uh, on, sur- on uh, salary rather than fee-for-service. But again, it's going to be interesting to see the impact if any, is going to have on the BC Teachers Federation talks. Talks there begin in earnest on April 1st. They've already met 20 times, Terry Maureen says, but they've got 40 sessions scheduled between now and June 30th when the contract ends. She's optimistic they can get a deal, but I think the, the fact that doctors were able to get so much from the government uh, bolsters the TF's chances to get yeah. more than just two, two, and two. I mean, doc- to be clear, teachers are not doctors, um, yeah. and there's a f- big difference there, but in terms of unique professions, uh, the teachers are always made the case they're not like a lot of other public sector unions. The skill set they bring and the services they perform are um, you can argue more valued, and they want to see that reflected at the contract table. I, I actually think there's more optimism in this round of talks now than there was in the last two or three previous rounds.
1: Really? So, are they looking? And are teachers looking for incentives as well? Because I know we've talked shortages, right? They want to yeah. see more teachers brought in. They need some more help with that. So, are they looking for a push for that?
0: Yes, yeah, Terry Maureen is a big part of what she wants to bring to the table. She tells me is to address the the. Uh, attracting teachers and retaining them, it's particularly in places where it's hard to get people to locate. We, there was a story she told us, I think there's a 19-year-old French immersion teacher one year out of high school teaching in Williams Lake because they can't find anybody to uh, to be a French immersion teacher. She can speak French and she was a good, talented student, but she was not got the university training. But there are a number of instances around the interior in the north where people who actually aren't certified teachers are teaching because of the shortage of people. But you need incent, financial incentives to get people to relocate Kate. They're certainly doing it with the doctors on a number of fronts. And I think you're going to see the TF push for that as well. Her predecessor, or outgoing president, Glenn Hansman, has talked about things like uh, tr- uh, moving allowances for teachers, relocation allowances, uh, other types of incentives to get people to come to BC and to go to places where there's a teacher shortage.
1: Right. That sounds a lot like the doctors. You're right.
0: Yeah, and I think it's two professions, you can argue, where you we've got shortage of specialties. I mean, teachers, again, are not doctors, but they do have a specialized service, and they are needed in every part of the province. And I think the, the I think the TS-10 has been strengthened a little bit here, partly because of the doctor's contract, but also because there is a new government in charge here that is certainly more sympathetic, I think, to the plight of teachers than the previous government was. And I think you're going to see that reflected at the negotiating table. Hopefully, I don't think anybody wants to see another teachers' strike, least of all no. the teachers.
1: No, no, no. Uh, But the doctors thing also, I was noticing, you're so right about them being on board, right? Like, even today with the announcement by the health minister of more urgent care primary centers in Burnaby and things, like, doctors are very much on board with a lot of these big changes.
0: They are. And then, to to credit to the liberals, some of this began on their watch, where they brought doctors in as almost a co-management system, rather than the fights we saw in the 90s uh, and the early uh, 2000s. The doctors were were to come in, and it's also in this contract, a whole bunch of committees that are controlled and run by doctors have been given a whole bunch of more money as part of this contract. And that eases the workload, improves the quality of life, and improves uh, services. So uh, you couple that with Adrian Dix's uh, somewhat transformative changes that he's bringing in. And you've got, yeah, doctors I think are going to be pleased, uh, are showing that they're pleased with the changes in healthcare. Uh, There are going to be doctors who think the contract falls short of what they need, but I think uh, by and large, this contract delivers to them on a number of levels.
1: Interesting. Keith, thank you so much. Take care. Have a good day. That is Keith. Keith Baldry, our Global BC Legislative Bureau Chief.